everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Callie After Hours podcast. I am Callie, and I am here with someone very, very special. Do you want to tell them your name? Um, I'm Rep. And how old are you? Um, two. You're two? How old are you going to be next week? Three. Three? Yeah. When we're recording this, you're still two. But when we upload this podcast on Thursday, you'll be three because Thursday is your birthday. Hello, future Callie. So I tried to have a little bit of an interview with Noelle. I want to do this thing where I interview Noelle on her birthday every single year. I wanted to do it for the first time this year, but she wasn't feeling very well. It was really the only day I could do it. Her voice was really raspy. It was kind of hard to understand her. But I do have a little clip of her naming all the people in her family and I think it's really cute. So enjoy this little blip of Noelle telling you who her family is. What are the names of the people in your family? Mommy, Daddy, Annie, Dadad, Uncle Hopper, Tanya, Sky, Uncle Mappa, yeah, Papa. Anybody else that you can think of? Um, I got Hopo, Riley Boy, and Baby Oliver. It's a, she's a baby. Very good. I'm glad you know all the people in your family. I, I love them. As you can probably tell when she was naming off the people in her family, that was cut and put together because she kind of needed some help with that. We were showing her pictures of her family and she was naming everybody to be fair. She does know all of us and she has little nicknames for all of us. Like my mom is not grandma, it's Amy, and my dad is not grandpa, it's dad dad. Ethan is Uncle Bubba. I'm I. It's just we all have little nicknames or like things that she calls us. Um, people rarely kind of get what their name actually is, maybe except for like Tanya and Sky. She actually knows how to say their names, but everybody else it kind of has like a version of what their name is. And it's just it's so it's so fun. I've probably said this before, but when I was younger, having brothers that were older than me, I'd always kind of dreamed of that, like, oh, like, I'm going to be an aunt someday, and I'll probably be an aunt pretty young. And having Noelle, I kind of get that, like, older sister experience, which is great. I I love being with her. I love doing all the sisterly things, going shopping for her, going shopping with her. Um, she said a couple weeks ago, I think that she wanted to have a sleepover in my room and I just got so excited. So I can't wait for her to have a sleepover in my room and just do fun little like aunt niece activities together. Oh, I'm so excited. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, she turns three today when I upload this. So April 6th is her birthday. She is the big three years old. She's very sassy, very opinionated. She loves to say no. She's the most toddler toddler you've ever met, is what I'm trying to say. In that interview, I asked her what her favorite song was, and she said it's Blackbird by the Beatles. Her favorite color is purple. I also asked her what she was really good at, and she said playing and riding her bike. So... She's extremely talented. She's a girl boss. She is everything and more. Noelle really is like a part of the glue that like holds everybody together. She's just such a happy place. She is a ball of sunshine. We constantly want her around. 
When we have her though, it's like, wow, you are a lot. You keep getting into the candy drawer. You know exactly where it is. You're saying no to me all the time. You're hitting me with a lightsaber. There's a lot going on. But when she's gone, you just miss the crap out of her. She's just the best little kid to be around. And since she's three, that means she was born three years ago. I know, crazy. So she was born in 2020, April of 2020. So by then, things were shut down. We couldn't go see her in the hospital. We couldn't be there for delivery. We couldn't wait in the waiting room. So we all were sitting at home, just kind of waiting for this baby to arrive. It was so weird um, because I've never experienced having a family member give birth before or like waiting in the waiting room, anything like that. So it was really sad to not be there, you know, with the the excitement of, oh my gosh, we're going to have a little baby. We did that all at home, which a lot of us did during that time. We celebrated a lot of things at home. So it was weird. We didn't get to see Noelle. I didn't get to hold her until she was about a month old. I want to say she was about a month, so she was a lot bigger than she was, but she was still so tiny. But I I love every single inch of that girl. She she is like my best friend. She'll say her daddy is her best friend, but I'm like a very close second, I think. Speaking of 2020 though, wasn't that just the craziest experience ever? Such a such a weird a weird time in everybody's life, right? I graduated high school in my living room. Never thought I'd do that. I was one of those kids that was actually very excited to have a graduation. I was very, very upset about not being able to do the whole, like, walk across the stage thing. I was really sad about that. I was really excited for that, actually. To have my family come, you know, watch me graduate, look at all the people I went to high school with and be like, I know who some of you guys are, but none of you know who I am. I was really excited about that, honestly. And I was really, really, really upset when I couldn't do that. I, one thing about me is that I love High School Musical, okay? And the third movie is my favorite. And if you've ever seen the High School Musical movies, the third one is when they graduate. And for the longest time, I could not watch that movie because it made me really sad. The ending scene where they're on the football field, but then they walk into like a stage and the curtain closes. Uh, I just, I couldn't watch it. It made me really sad that I didn't get an experience like that. But to be fair, my mom was such an angel and she did this whole um, walk through graduation party thing. We had it outside. People could come if they wanted to, if they felt comfortable enough. And um, she had decorations and people wrote notes for me. And it was, it was really fun. It was so fun. My family does this thing when someone graduates that they do a money tree. So you literally have a physical tree of some sort. Mine was plastic. But you get a tree and then people literally pin money to it and it's your money tree for when you graduate. So I had one 
which I was also really excited for because I had seen my two older brothers get one and I was like, it's finally my turn. This is like a rite of passage. Like the money tree in my family is a rite of passage. Like you are now an adult. But yeah, anyway, so the whole graduation thing was so, it was so fun. It was sad, but it was fun. I'm slowly accepting the fact that I didn't have a graduation. I'm still a little bit not over it, um, which sounds really funny to say, but it's true. I was excited. It was something I was excited for. Okay, sue me. That summer, I took care of my mom who had surgery on her abdomen. So I, was, I got my CNA license when I was in high school. So I like kind of put that into practice a little bit, like being at home-ish. I traveled to California to meet Owen's whole extended family for the first time, which was so fun. They're all such great people. I am going with him again in July to do another little family get-together, and I'm also very excited about that. But that was really fun. You know, it was really scary traveling. I always feel a little bit of anxiety, like when I have to fly or just when I'm traveling in general. I get really carsick easily. I don't get really sick when I'm in the air, but there's just something about traveling that just makes me really anxious. But on top of that, this whole pandemic thing where I'm having to get on a plane, keep myself safe, and then go meet all these people in California, I was so, I was so worried. Everything turned out fine. Everyone stayed very safe. I'm very grateful for that. But oh my gosh, what like, isn't that so crazy? I feel like that's so crazy that everyone was so hyper aware of germs and just how often you are in contact with other people and their germs. I was actually one of those people who felt pretty comfortable going out and wearing masks. That was never like a, oh, this is like so stupid. Like I never super hated it. Um, because I actually liked the idea of when I go out, there's a less likely of a chance that I'm going to get sick because I didn't even want someone's like common cold. You know, I was starting my first CNA job when I got back from that trip from California and I was like, I really don't want to get sick. So having an acceptable option to wear a mask everywhere you go was actually very convenient. I don't think... I was like ever sick <laughs> around that time because I was wearing that mask. And ever since then too, um, I know the mask mandates have lifted practically everywhere. You don't have to wear one anywhere anymore. But definitely around the colder months, um, I'll wear one. If I'm going, maybe if I'm going into a store or if I'm not feeling well, just throw that bad boy on. You'll be in the store for like 30 minutes, you know. And you're saving other people from getting sick who maybe really can't get sick. That was the biggest thing for me. So I was like, I don't want someone who, if they get sick, it could seriously be fatal. Or what if it's a single mom who gets sick and now she can't go to work and now she can't afford um, things for her for herself and her children? Or what if it's somebody who's older and getting sick literally means RIP. You know what I mean? Like things like that. I really tried to take into account that there are other people in this world who don't want to get sick, who maybe really can't even get a common cold. And I really took that to heart. So I really tried my best to 
still continue living my life, but to do it in ways that would keep other people safe as well. That was a really long rant though. Sorry about that. Just talking about masks. Wow. The memories, you know, 2020 was such an interesting, very interesting, very bad, very scary year. My whole family had gotten COVID that year. And at the time, there weren't any vaccines out yet. So we weren't vaccinated. My dad ended up in the hospital with COVID. Everything's fine. We are for sure chilling. But that was really weird to have him in the hospital. And I kind of just like I knew everything would be fine, but I was still so worried because I think I had that mentality of like, it won't happen to me that that won't happen to like our family. So I had that mentality, which kept me safe, I think. Like it kept me from really freaking out because I absolutely could have let it for sure. But everything turned out okay, obviously. Um, And I'm very, very grateful for that. But yeah, geez. And who knew, you know, supposed to be two weeks. Remember, we all were excited. I was excited because it was extending my spring break by a week. I was like, Woohoo! Yes! I get to stay home for another week. This is great. <sighs> 2020 did open my mind, though, with different things, like I said earlier, with um, just keeping in mind that other people exist <laughs> and that sometimes when you're sick, you can just throw on a mask and save a lot of other people from getting sick. You know, wash your hands more, dude. Wash your hands, okay? Wash your hands. Don't cough on people. I've been thinking about if there's anything from 2020 that I've taken into my life now, like things that we were doing during the pandemic that we still do now. And I don't really think there's anything super significant, I don't think. I think the biggest thing is probably like when I'm in a store, and someone coughs or like sneezes, I'll be a little like, ew. You know what I mean? I don't know if I did that before, but now it's just a little like, ugh, that was gross that I'm standing in the same room as you and you just coughed or sneezed. That was gross. But I'm also like washing my hands and like keeping hand sanitizer on me and just making sure that like things are clean around me. Like, if I'm in a restaurant or when I'm in a store, I'll, like, choose whatever product I'm picking up from, like, the very back. I don't know if you guys do that, but I do that. I'll pick it from the very back of the section because that one probably hasn't been super touched. So, the one good thing that did come out of 2020 was my niece, though. Really. She she was over at our house a lot and... It really was a blessing that a lot of us didn't realize, I think. My mom did. My mom, of course, did because she's the mom, you know. But she was just a distraction. She was a good distraction. It was easy for us to just get lost in this in this tiny little baby who you can't help but just be happy when you're around her. And it's still the same way. So, Noe Joe, if you're listening to this, I love you very much, and you're still my best friend, even if I'm not yours. 
I'm trying to be okay with that. And I hope you realize how much your family loves you and we all have your back. We're very excited to watch you grow up, but maybe you don't do it so fast. You can slow down a little bit and stop telling us no. It's really annoying. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have for the podcast this week. Can't believe I talked about 2020 for 17 minutes. That's crazy. Anyway, I will see you next week. Same time, same place. And this is the Cali After Hours podcast. Bye.